Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Taylor Glenn, and I'm a writer and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. As well as author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. This is where beer meets breaking and entering, Prosecco meets perjury, and vodka meets vandalism. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. People will fancy my uh, French accent. I'm going to make crime sexy today. (laughs) (laughs) Bonjour. She would have bloody loved the Titanic. She'd have been on that. They cut Braveheart's dick off in the movie. Sorry. I don't know my barbaric history. Classic British farce, guys. It's amazing. (laughs) Now it's time. The Drunk Women Solving Crime. Hello, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. We are still in lockdown, but we are still enjoying ourselves and doing some remote recordings. And I'm very excited to introduce our guest for this episode. It is the comedian, writer, and MC, Ariel Suma. Hey! What's up, guys? Hey! Hey, how are you doing? Good, good. Good, so good. I hope um, people will fancy my uh, French accent. Hey, <laughs> we say it goes. I'm gonna make crime sexy today. <laughs> Bonjour. Very yeah. nice. It's, it's That's a... as far as my French goes. But <laughs> <laughs> it's about time we made crime sexy on the show. I'm excited. Mm-hmm, I think yeah. so. Three women are not enough. You need a French one. Yeah, yes. go. Um, that's, what, that's what that's what the feedback we've been getting is. <laughs> 
Yes, generally. And also, would you stop trying to pronounce French? That one goes to me because we've done a few cases um, that involve France itself. And yes, I try to pronounce stuff and it's shit. So I think everybody's going to be grateful to hear someone who can actually speak the language. To be so. fair, like Taylor, sometimes like you struggle with some English as well. Say aluminium. <laughs> I mean, my God. Oh my God, brutal. <laughs> Aluminum. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. We always start the podcast not by making fun of me. No, although that's becoming a new running theme. We kick it off by asking you, Ariel, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yes, unfortunately, I've been I've been a victim of a crime. I was I was uh, traveling. I think it was 2016 uh, to Cuba. I was traveling alone. I'm like, you know what? I'm 40 years old. Damn it. I don't have a man, I'm still going to do my life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. Right. So I went to Cuba, and on the first day, I went out. They've got a problem with Wi-Fi over there, you know what I mean? You have to be in the street with the Wi-Fi and trying to get the signal. Oh, no. You know, it's mad. Uh. When I was watching people, like, what are they doing at the bus stop? They're waiting for the... No, they're waiting for the Wi-Fi. They're right. on the Wi-Fi. Oh, it's yeah, just I like... I saw this. It's just sorry, like Wales. My husband is Welsh and it's the same <laughs> way. But it's Mad. like a law there, isn't it, in Cuba? Like, I saw it on Jane, Cruising the Jane McDonald, which is where I get all my sort of worldly um, knowledge from. And, yeah, it's like they don't have Wi-Fi in houses. It's so odd. Did not know this. Fascinating. Yeah, in Cuba. Okay, so everyone's outside trying to get the signal. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, there, so there's a lot going on in Cuba, guys. <laughs> there is a lot going on. So uh, I had my backpack, and um, I was so much concentrating on the Wi-Fi and trying to talk to my son that someone went through my bag. And I didn't even know. I was oh, walking by, no. and then someone told me, "Sorry, your bag is open." <gasps> Panic! Shit. Panic! I looked. Money gone. Card gone. Oh. Passport. Oh gone. no! And I was like, "Oh my god, how am I gonna live? Am I gonna prostitute myself? What's going on?" <laughs> you went straight to that well this is the only way women can support themselves nowadays you know if you don't have a job i don't speak the language what else can i do absolutely it's the you only know? thing where actually the wage gap is kind of fair so yeah and i'll be my you. own boss so yeah we actually uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, hey the, there's an embassy over there no no i think i've got this <laughs> I went to the embassy and they were, I was in tears. They were not really helpful. Oh, like, oh, yes. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you need to pay uh, this amount for the uh, new passport. I'm like, don't you understand? They stole yeah. my money. Yeah. Oh, you need to go to, um, you know, money transfer, whatever. I'm like, listen, I'm uh, here. I'm French. You know, I can just transfer you money onto a bank account yeah. or something. And you do that to me. <laughs> no, no. And the lady I was staying with, she was so nice. She she gave me the money. We went to do pictures, and then we we did my passport. Wow! It was crazy. Then I went back home. It was the next day. I went back home, and we went out to because I called my my friend to transfer me some money, and uh, he did that. So we went out to get the money, and a woman just was there, like, "Oh, sorry, I'm looking for this address." I said, "Oh, this is this address." Oh, I'm looking for that woman. Someone just drove uh, a wallet. Oh. So my passport was there. My card was oh there. Oh, my gosh. Wow. But the cash was gone. And what's very weird, yeah. my nail file 
was gone. What? <gasps> wow. I know. They give me the card back and the passport, but my Nefi, bye-bye. <laughs> was it a medal? It was so met- weird. Metal. Yeah, it was a metal one. Weapon? Mm. This feels like the start of a film. Wow. I know. We say that a fuckload on the show but it really does like because <laughs> no, it's a mystery it yeah they just it's need money t- and a file and they're off on a spree it's gonna take them so long to like break into a bank using a tiny little mail <laughs> file like i've got this guys come back four or five years and we'll be fine oh, so you know maybe it's a present for the somebody's girlfriend <laughs> like, maybe uh-huh. because they're desperate they're very desperate yeah but to but, get um, those things back you must have been shocked i was just i was shocked it was nice, but I was pissed off because I just spent my time in the embassy. Mm, you know, sure. just a few hours before would have been nice. Sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So did you get a new passport before yeah. you got... Oh, I man. just had my passport back. Wow. And it's so frustrating. What's frustrating is I live in South London, right, for like 25 years. Yeah. And I never got robbed. Wow. Yeah. So when people say South London is rough, no, go to Cuba. <laughs> All right. <laughs> One this day. Is the thing. Yeah. Because they, I guess they could have just taken your whole bag because you were distracted by the Wi Fi. I know, the bag was, a, it was a, a it was on your shoulder. Yeah, mm-hmm. they would be, okay. they were good enough, but. <laughs> Oh, my shoulders are moving. Why am I dancing? Uh-huh, exactly. The back of my t-shirt is gone. Wow. I love that though, like, because I worry that if somebody was to go through my handbag and like pick and choose, they'd probably leave all of it just because it's like an old inhaler, some chewing gum, some sanitary towels. Like, I don't have anything of value. Like, I Well, think, in I, Cuba, I, it is valuable. Mm. Toothpaste, yeah. sanitary towel, all those things. It is yeah. my net fly, yeah. for goodness sake, people. Net five. Well, yeah. this is, I mean, yeah, not that I have the ability to actually profile. I just have a drinking problem and I do a podcast. But it feels <laughs> like whoever took it, the only reason you'd leave those other things behind is that you don't have the means to use them. Like, it would be like if I stole a passport, I'd be like, yay, I would have no idea what to do with it. I know they're valuable, but I wouldn't know where to sell it or what to do. So it's like, what do you need right now? I need a nail file and, and I need cash. cash. And that's exactly. all I can use. But also, wow. you know, if it's just been reported, then probably that passport was useless. Because, yes, that's true. Like, there might have been, like, you know... If it was, you know, the technology of like, well, now that one can't be used because on the system. Yeah, but what's funny is like, it looks like they gave it back to the immigration for them to find where I was staying. Oh, yeah. I mean, I quite like the honesty of that. They kind of, it's kind of a weird theft, you know, take the stuff and that, you know what, I'm feeling bad for that woman. Uh, I want her to go home safe. I don't want her to prostit- to get prostituted. No, we got we got enough of them. I don't want right. her to take their jobs. Yeah. Let's make sure that she leaves, you know? Right. Ah. Interesting. Or, because this is something that's come up, it's a way of trying to get a reward. So there might have oh. been a story. Mm. I don't know. Like if no, they could find out where no you were. There was no person saying, here, I found your bag. There was no way to give a reward. Yeah. Well, someone turned up. Who was the person that turned up? Oh, um, someone had to drop it off. So it's someone who was working for the government or something like that. Oh, it was. I mean, you can't ask for a reward for someone who's just been robbed. <laughs> yeah, 
If you can find you, though, this is why I don't do crime. But um, look, <laughs> I have very good connections in Cuba, being an American. <laughs> so we're going to get some... <laughs> when you said you went there, I'm like, what's it like being allowed? Wow. Wow. You <laughs> can go. You just have to fly out of another country, Taylor. Yeah, I guess. But now I don't want to go because all I have are backpacks. <laughs> well, well, Ariel, one thing that we usually ask is if you had the perpetrator, whoever they might be, in front of you and you can say whatever you want, um, free of consequence, what would you say to this person? I say, well, you know what? You wasted one day of my life. Yeah. But, um, you know, and seriously, I didn't eat for one day, so I don't know how many grams I lost, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> But in another way, I saw Cuba in another way because I spent some time in the police station. And then they took me in their car to uh, to try for me to find the place that it happened. I don't know why. Oh, I told them wow. already, you know. And it was so nice because they put the music very loud and it was a four by four. And I felt like, yeah, you know what I mean? So I was recording it. I was recording with oh. nice music and everything. Like, wow, you know. <laughs> People pay so, a lot of money for tours like that. That's I know, cool. and I was behind a um, a cop car, you know. I'm, what I'm a great a good traveling way. tip! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was good. Yeah, you know what? They, they gave me um, a translator because my Spanish is okay, but I was telling them, okay, go slowly when you talk, and they didn't want to bother, so they asked for a translator. <laughs> Oh. They didn't even tell me, so I was waiting there. I'm like very anxious. Then eventually, they told me, "Oh no, waiting on the translator." They brought a translator oh. who speak French. Yeah. And trust me, my Spanish was better than his French. Wow! Oh, wow! So, why? Why are we doing this? Yeah. <laughs> There's a better like, way. <laughs> obviously, you're like bilingual, and rather than just like sort of speak slower they're like i will speak as fast as i want and we'll just get you a translator yeah. <laughs> that seems so counterproductive yeah yeah uh, yeah that was that was something spending uh yeah well not many people visited um, the police station when they go to no Cuba, so i did yeah i suppose you see a little bit of the real yeah the real place next time what you should do is like yeah if they're going to take you back to the scene of the crime just be like it's at the best bar in the city <laughs> <laughs> i don't know which one that is but yeah no, but it changed my life the it changed route. my life now when i travel oh. i get the address of uh, the french embassy I changed my backpack. It's one of those backpacks you can't unzip until from oh, behind, you know? Yes. I, I do passport, um, photocopy of my passport, so I keep one in my... Yes. Uh, what else do I do? I make sure that I don't keep my card with my cash, you know? Yes. So I've got a backup. So I, oh, I wow. learned a lot. Yeah, I don't yeah. like to be a victim. No, yeah. no. Once bitten, twice. Fuck you, it's not happening again. Thank you. I was going to say that, but I'm like, oh, that's going to be rude. But... <laughs> You can say whatever you want, Sorry. In whatever language hit, you want. I've hit the, oh, that's so cool. the rude threshold. Um, I'm going to take us right down to a base level. What What is the best um, swear in French? What do you think is the best, like, expletive in French? Best as very naughty or casual? Both, both. We want yeah. both. Oh, yeah. Um, I think fils uh, de pute is so bad. It's, it calls, um, it is... It is basically motherfucker. Okay. Okay. But motherfucker sounds so good. I love to say motherfucker. <laughs> but fils de put, I never say those. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Okay. But in English, I can swear. It sounds so good. Bitch, shit, motherfucker. 
precious for me. Just like, wow, I'm so cool. <laughs> I love it. I felt mad asking you that question, and now I'm so glad I did. So you know, <laughs> it's good to take risks. Um, thank you so much for sharing that story with us. It's very interesting. I think I tried to crack it in all the wrong ways, but that's part of the fun. Um, and you came out of it knowing how to be a safer traveler. I got to learn that. I guess I got to wait till that happens because I know I make horrible mistakes no, when mate, I travel. You've, like, you've, got, you've got all the info from Ariel now. Yeah, can... and pack, pack a lot of uh, condom in case you have to prostitute yourself. Be safe. <laughs> be safe, ladies, you know. I love... Just in case. Just in I case. Play the long game. <laughs> now it's time. Drunk women solving crime. So, this crime case involves the assassination attempts of a queen. So, my first question is what queen do you think this was? Oh. And is it. Go on, sorry. I don't think it's in the UK, although, as we heard about that one. Actual monarch queen. Actual monarch queen, and Ariel, this can be at any time in history. Oh, so it could oh. be the UK, but it might be an olden timey queen. Oh, they're all trying to kill each other all the time, so this, this is, is a bit. True. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. I mean, like in theory, wasn't Marie Antoinette a queen? Yeah, it's in France. Yeah, really, it could be. We just know it's a queen. It could be. Was she yeah, the but queen when she? They, oh, no, they did. They did get her. They she, succeeded. She, you're right. This yeah. is an attempted assassination. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I think one of the queen uh, of England was nearly killed by one one of the key uh, queen of Scotland. Oh, oh yes. yes. Oh um, yeah. Mary Queen of Scots. And yes, yes that's the one. And then she got imprisoned in England. Yes, and she spent all of the rest of. Oh my God, is it Queen Elizabeth? No. But it's I not love, Queen Elizabeth I. No, but I love all of your thinking. Hannah George. That's true, though. That did happen. Hannah George, right you're being very like... quiet in the corner. What do you think? <laughs> I'm racking my brains for, like, a kind of... Uh, basically, I'm thinking through Blackadder, and I'm thinking, was there ever an episode? <laughs> <laughs> That's where I know my history. I know my geography from uh, Cruising with Jane MacDonald, history from Blackadder. And, but I have a sneaking suspicion that it could be Queen Victoria. <gasps> just because... It... It is, is it? absolutely Queen Victoria. Yes. Well wow. done. Um, guys, Queen Victoria, arguably one of the best known monarchs. Monarchs. <laughs> can, I, can I take that again? Queen Victoria, guys, one of the best known monarchs in history. You know history. Amanda's going to leave she's... it in. <laughs> I know. Um, so, yeah, she's, she's the Queen of Queens. She's Queen Vic. She's Vicky the Vixen. She's Vic McQueens a lot. She's Quick Vic. She's the Victorian DeLorean. She's I haven't Sticky heard Vicky. all of these, Taylor. Have you made some of these up? Sticky <laughs> Vicky. Sir Reigns a lot. Uh, Vicky Christina Barcelona. I've written more, but I, I'll stop. Uh, second question. <laughs> How long did Queen Victoria's reign last? How long was she in power? Um, she's the longest reigning monarch, apart from the Queen now. Um, okay, it was 1930, so she died in 1901. And Ooh, I knew she... that she died pre-Titanic, because <laughs> she would have bloody loved the Titanic. She'd have been on that. That's she how managed she managed to get it. She got it in, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't think there would be a way to shoehorn it in, but there she wow. went. But you're correct, Katie, she died in 1901. Um, and she w became the Queen in... 
Ah, uh, see, I think she was a queen for like 60 years, maybe 61 or 62 years. I think she became the queen in like 1938 or 1939, okay. maybe. No, 18, 18, Jesus. Late right. 1830s. Did I have Got to it. read a lot of books to be on that podcast? Because I, <laughs> I don't no. do no reading. <laughs> no, Katie's the only one. So we just let her have a bit of fun and then we cut her off. Yeah. Any other guesses? How many years? How many years? <sighs> she she was heartbroken. Yes. So you know, um she lasted a bit too long even though I think she would have gone before that. So yeah. Maybe yeah. Yeah, around sixty years. So Okay. You guys, I'm gonna give you both the invisible point that we don't even keep because it's not a competition. <laughs> sixty three years. So sixty three. Yeah, oh wow. Okay. I, I don't even want to live that long, let alone fucking work the whole time. <laughs> that is not my goal. Ugh. Oh, I well, didn't she, celebrate She was that. young when she came to the throne, right? She was. Um, your next question, it's rapid fire questions. How many assassination attempts did Queen, Queen Victoria survive? How many times did people try to kill her? Motherfucker. What? Now I want to say it. Okay, I I don't know that much about her, but I do know that she was never meant to be queen. There was like a whole load of people that died or abdicated or somehow got out of the way and then they're like, oh shit, now it has to be this chick. And they, okay. hadn't been, they hadn't been raising her to be the queen. They'd been raising her to be like some puritanical lady mm. like over in this castle where she didn't really meet any people. And I'm just paraphrasing, by the way. This isn't... Mm. <laughs> so how many attempts do you think she survived? Are they trying to kill her the whole time? Is this like the mafia, basically? Do you know, I think that there were a lot of jealous bitches because <laughs> her and Albert, yeah, sure, they were first cousins. Fine. But... <laughs> They like they were into each other, so I think maybe it's just kind of a series of assassination attempts from people that said that they were her friends, but actually they couldn't stand her bragging about how much sweet yeah. D. And she was did. very short, so you know those bitches could have like <laughs> given her some high heel, so she can just break her leg, you know, fall up downstairs, and bang, she's gone. <laughs> It could happen. I like your thinking, yeah. and I will be asking a question about how did they try, so hold on to that. Um, mm. The answer is eight. She survived eight <gasps> attempts on her life. I never wow. got to a number, and I would have said five max. Eight is shocking. Now listen, and I was going to focus. I was going to focus on just one of these assassination attempts, and then I got sucked into a whirlwind of fun, and I thought, fuck it, we're going to do all of them. This case... <laughs> This I hope episode. you're free until tomorrow morning, Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nope. good. That's good. <laughs> this is so rapid fire, Katie. You're gonna. This episode's gonna kill you because there's gonna be so little in-depth detail. <laughs> but we will learn a lot along the way in the form of bite-sized female fun facts. Let's do this. Yeah. So all of the attempts on Vicky the Queen Vixter's life involved the same method apart from one. So in these seven attempts, what do you think the method was? How did they try to kill her? Poison? Very good oh, guess. Always poison. Poison ink. Because she was writing letters to um, her beloved and, you know, maybe she had a very bad uh, way to, to do it and she used a tongue to, I don't know, remove some, or to do yeah. a kiss or whatever and poison. Ooh, oh, nice. Poison. 
I like I that. Think Thank you. That if good. I'm going back to my theory that this is eight of her girlfriends, <laughs> then just a really bitchy look, I think. I think that would kill me. I've, that, yeah. So I'm going for a look. Killed with a grimace. Very good. <laughs> um, the answer is actually a gun. Oh, wow. That makes sense. Oh, wow. This... I don't think I would have guessed that, People though. People going to shoot Queen Victoria. So many times, Katie. You never so hear these stories in the V&A, do you? Or no, this is why I was like, this is the side of Queen Victoria I've wanted to hear about. How did I miss her? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you said yourself she was tiny. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, it's, it's very hard then. That's oh. a very, very good and question, though. Is it the same people every time, or is it a bunch of different people? Are they is, really bad at this? That is also a very good question, Katie. I like how you're all thinking. Um, your next question is this. Out of the seven gun attempts, how many times did the pistols actually fire? One. One. Ooh, good guess. Straight in. Yeah, so maybe guns weren't very good or reliable. Yeah. They were not. Huh. Yeah. I'm going to go two then. I'm just going to go one more just right. from Taylor saying I'm going to go three and then the Price is Right rules. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Katie, you have won this round of the Price is Right. It was actually four. Four, four. out of seven. Yeah. So okay. two, in two of the attempts, the gun jammed, which was really common for the time. Guns wow. were always getting jammed. They weren't quick. You know, you really had to set them up. And uh, God. Americans just wouldn't stand for this kind of... <laughs> Were the guns better in America, or is that just guns everywhere were like this? It's just a guns in you... America joke, Katie. Okay. I... <laughs> I don't know how they were then. I think they were probably about the same. Um, and on one occasion, the would-be assassin was just faking it with a broken gun. So he was just waving it around. Now, female fun fact... The broken gun guy was a teenager called Arthur O'Connor, who is the descendant of Irish revolutionaries. Arthur said that he simply wanted to frighten the queen into signing a document, um, which I can relate to because I need that to get my taxes done. Okay. Motivation. (laughs) But the the document would have released Irish political prisoners from being held in English jails. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That makes sense. I don't understand. Is that it wanted to do that in public in front of everyone? What? Well, it wasn't the most sensible plan. I'll give you that. Like, I'll scare her and then she'll do what I want because that's how the monarchy works. And everyone else just going to stay and look. Right. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everyone will be like, yeah, we can't intercept. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But Katie, I suspect you probably know a little bit about... Um, I mean, like, I'm going to ask you guys... How do you think Victoria's like, what's her brand? Do you think people like Queen Victoria? Because I moved here. I'm like, wow, people love this woman. Her statue's everywhere. It's the Vic and da, da, da. Like, she's the greatest. I don't think she was like, I think she didn't have no personality. So people were just like, who is that short thing? You know? <laughs> you know, so she's short. She's, she's plain. And she's rich. What the fuck is going on? You know? Uh-huh. So she's yeah. like a Kardashian. Basically, she's more boring than a Kardashian. Mm. She's like a Kardashian that's preaching don't drink alcohol. And actually, it's kind of like a Kardashian with their diet pills and stuff, I guess. But like, Mm. she's really quite puritanical and religious and strict. And she was. I think they either liked her or disliked her. I can't remember which one it was because she either was too sort of like um, into sort of like 
um, the politics of the time or she wasn't enough. It's like, so back in the day, the Queen actually had us, or the monarchy had more of a say in politics. Like these days, the Queen, yeah. you don't even, I mean, she's definitely conservative, but you do not know what the Queen's politics are because yeah. she, she, she has, right. she's like the BBC. She has to right. be impartial. But right. we and know like, she's pro-Europe because of that hat mm. though, right? But Vic <laughs> yeah. Victoria was powerful. This is interesting though, because sometimes I feel like... Was she? Uh, yeah, I mean, she she oversaw so many changes. Like she basically saw in the first industrial revolution here, and she was really pro uh, industry and technology. So in that sense, yeah, but was that was because of her husband, because she was in yeah. love her husband. So she was a pleasing woman. <laughs> so her personality wasn't there. She was very horny, and so she was just <laughs> pleasing her husband. Oh, you want to do a Crystal Palace, yeah, let's just do that. Yeah, but as, yeah, yeah. as long as, you know, we do it tonight. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, you can do your Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. Well, home if by you, nine, please. If you do my Crystal Palace, am I right? I don't know what that means. All I know is that it burnt down eventually. So. Yeah. Well, no, but, but that's the main they thing. They had vajazzles back then. They built the parks, didn't they? Her and Albert, they built all the parks. They built... Yes. Um, yeah, Alexandra Palace. They... they had a lot of power and they were very showy. Um, okay. But one thing that I just never put two and two together about is one of the darkest sides of her reign is that the great hunger in Ireland happened. So over one million oh. Irish people died. And here's a really interesting fact that shows her role in this. So... She was kind of like, oh, they're suffering. I'll give them a bit of money. So she donates £2,000 to Ireland to help with this huge famine. Oh. And then the Sultan of Turkey tries to donate £10,000, which is £2 million in today's currency. Now, I feel like a good leader's reaction would be like, maybe I should chip in a bit more. But there was a rule that no one could look more generous than the Queen of England. So they made everyone who donated only donate a max of two thousand pounds. Oh, oh my god, that's insane! It's insane. So, wow. um, I'm not what saying does Turkey wanted to to help the Irish. What was the the angle? I don't know. That's a really good question. I'm not sure why the Sultan got in I, on that. I but... I think the rest of the world thought it was pretty shocking how England was treating Ireland. Mm. Because there's a lot of history of the rest of the world helping Ireland behind England's back. Okay. And just everyone being, what the fuck is England doing? And like, right. I think it was during the Great Famine that I don't know which tribe it was, but in Amer- like Native American tribes sent money to Ireland. Really? And then, yeah, and then there wow. was, we'll have to re-edit this and I'll get the facts right. <laughs> But like, we'll put a robot voice. In, in COVID-19 times, Ireland, loads of Irish donations went to this, you know, indigenous American tribe in America. Okay. And loads of the, on the Patreon page or whatever, it said Ireland remembers. And like literally this tribe helped Ireland. And then 200 years later or whatever, Ireland helped this tribe because it's like the communities and the community that. leaders and everybody remembers. Oh, that's so like, cute. Yeah, that was this whole Wowzers. thing. And it's so shit that I can't remember any details. Mm. I'm so tired i'm not no just no it's terrible cool person. no no that yes that's definitely the conclusion we should come to is that you're a terrible person <laughs> yeah she doesn't remember exactly the thing i'd never heard of if that's there's one mean. thing i learned from the irish famine it's that katie wilkins who has irish lineage is a terrible person <laughs> drunk women solving crime 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. To find out if it's right for you. Now, I haven't said this just to make you laugh more about the assassination attempts, but it just adds a bit of color. So, all eight of the assassination attempts happened while the queen was in the same place. Wow. Where do you you think she was when these attempts took place? Having high tea with eight of her best friends. (laughs) They were all bitches. (laughs) I guess in the park. Yeah, Ooh. halfway through building a park. See, well, I want to say sitting on her throne, but maybe the other kind of throne. Maybe she was like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, that's inappropriate. You know what, Ariel? You are right. It, it tended to be in a park because she was always in her carriage. Because Sorry. she and Albert would go out and parade around all the time. And this was almost like this was the dawn of sort of, oh, here we are. Yeah, every was... time I see a movie about her or something about her, she's in the park. And it's I'm like, this park. girl likes park. She likes parks. <laughs> um, so the first attempt ever happened when she uh, was just four months married to Prince Albert. And she was four months pregnant. And I feel oh. like we don't talk enough about that. Shotgun. Shotgun wedding. Um, I don't know. Wow. And her so puritanical. I know. It makes you wonder. Um, Anyway. Or it could have been wedding night, because I suppose if there's no sex before marriage, they might just be super fertile and they're just like... They were young. Yeah, Yeah, they were young. And they had a lot of kids, so maybe she was fertile. Mm. First cousins as well. And horny. Horny. They They really were first cousins. Yeah. First cousins. It's yeah. not even second cousins, right? It's definitely first cousins. Yeah, because that helps when you can cushion it a little bit. Like, well, second, that gets, yeah. But it's mad that when you think about cousins like that, it's like thinking about my brother having a kid and me having a kid and them boffing. Like, that is first cousins, man. That's insane. But you can both chip in on the wedding. Like, it kind of makes sense. Um, I get it. I get it. Do you know it. what? I'm going to ring him later, actually. We'll make a plan. Great. Do it. <laughs> right. So this first assassin uh, was Edward Oxford. He was a barkeep, and he basically just wanted to achieve notoriety. He had no political motive. And I have to say, mission accomplished. That's all he's fucking known for. Like, you tried to kill the queen. Like, it's kind of worked. Now, there was one case that a gun was not used. Will you tell me, what do you think the weapon was in that case? If it wasn't a gun, what was it? I'll give you a hint. It's kind of funny. But only kind of. A hammer. 
That's not funny. It's, it's a bit like a hammer, but even funnier. A Ned file. A Ned file, isn't yeah! it? <laughs> yeah! We've come full circle. <laughs> That's good. What's the most Victorian thing I can think of? Maybe it It's a bit was... like a nail file in that it's something that's used for something else. It's not a weapon. Ooh, a top hat. <laughs> Very close. It was a cane. Ah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, okay. So this was a guy called Robert Pate. He was a former British army officer um, who it's now speculated that he suffered from episodes of mania because he was often seen goose stepping in Hyde Park. I had to Google goose stepping because I didn't know what that was. Did you guys know what that is? Goose I mean, stepping. I know who John Cleese is and John Cleese yes. did the goose step. That's what I know. And then I had to realize that, oh, he's doing the Nazi thing, right? So goose stepping is not. Yes, it's, so. well, it's, it's big soldier steps. I mean, I think... Um, oh, yeah, because this was, well, this was, what, 18-something, right? Yeah, this mm. is pre-Nazi. Um, but um, but if you can't goose step in Hyde Park, like, where the fuck can you? But um, he just came up while the carriage was stopped and just bopped her in the head with his cane. Oh, he actually made contact. No one yeah. got, There's no secret service with her at all. They're around, but it's really... In all these accounts, they're like, sometimes they get there, sometimes they don't notice. It's so public. Jesus. It really is. That why, is that why queens wear crowns now? Just in case. <laughs> it's a helmet, yeah. But that, um, that's not uh, a, a tainted murder. That's just like, get off the way, prick, you know? <laughs> Well, it's just a road rage. That's what it is. Road rage. <laughs> oh, yeah, was... yeah. It was the original I'm walking here. Oh, well... queen, the love drama. Oh, it tries to kill me. No, bitch, get out of the way. <laughs> he he hit her pretty hard, but she's like, she's nails. She was kind of like, I'm not hurt. And then like slowly her eye just swelled up and she'd black eye. And she's like, maybe we should go home. Classic wow. British farce, guys. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Now, there were eight assassination attempts, but how many assassins were there? Mm, it's going to be less Ten. than eight. Which comes back to, yeah, Katie's point, like, well, how many actuals? You said 10, Ariel, yeah. so maybe a, a few oh, people were Because they together. don't seem very bright, all of them, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, I think they need a backup murderer or something. They're yeah. not good at this, are they? No, they're, they're not succeeding. They're not brilliant. Um, well, so maybe a few different gangs. So it could be like 10 people, but four gangs. Mm, okay. Organized. Yeah. I think it's crime. just like one really, really eager guy. I know we've already, <laughs> we've already talked about three of them. So, but so God, three. So let's say four, because I think that there was three that we've talked about. And the other four attempts was one guy with a really shitty gun. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad guess. I guess technically your closest. It was seven. Oh, okay. Oh. So there's there's just one person who made two separate attempts. Now this is an interesting story. John Francis was just the second person to try to assassinate Victoria. So right after the guy we talked about. Um, why do you think he managed to even have two attempts? Why was he able to do this? So he escaped the first time. Mm-hmm. Or was he like, was he actually quite a posh guy? Or I don't know, did he sort of get let off because he was like, oh, no, 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 I was trying to kill the guy, the other guy that was trying to kill her. So did that happen at the same time? <laughs> and he killed the other assassin? Well, he did get Ooh. away. Um, okay. He was described as a swarthy rascal, a.k.a. Hannah George's type. Um, <laughs> but his gun failed to fire, which is not Hannah George's type. Um, <laughs> they heard it. 
But because they were like, what was that? And they couldn't identify him right away. He tucked it into his coat and he ran into Green Park. Now, knowing that there was an assassin on the loose, they, of course, advised Queen Victoria to lay low in the palace. What does Queen Victoria say to this? I've just invented Green Park. I'm going back there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, she's on a fucking segue through Green Park. She's just like, I'm here and I'm fucking shoot me if you want, you silly. Yeah. Yeah, she she doesn't take any shit. Because seriously, they've got issues. The British need to up the game. You know, she's like, they try, they try, they're very rubbish at it. Let's get on with life, you know? Well, you are all correct. And if she had had a segue, Hannah George, I'm pretty sure she would have been on one. And that is the best image I've had in a long time. Yeah, she basically said, let's set up a sting operation. I don't know what it would have been called in Victorian era. Okay. Wow. So the very next day, she and Albert go out for a ride just to catch this guy, taking the chance that he'll come back and try to kill her again. See, I'm like, we're always told that they're so in love, but now I'm like, was Albert like, hopefully, you know, I'm going to be free and single in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) It does slightly have that vibe, doesn't it? It's like, why isn't Albert telling her to, like, lay low? Why is he so fine with this? I want to fuck somebody who's not my cousin. I wonder what that's like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... Oh, my gosh. Well, I get the sense from the story that he was shit scared. And she's like, come on, Albert, come on. And he's like, this is a bad idea. She's older than him, right? Maybe like only one or two years. It's probably nothing. Well, I have a quote from Albert about this sting operation. Um, You may imagine that our minds were not very easy, Albert wrote to his father. We looked behind every tree and I cast my eyes round in search of the rascal's face. So he was just shitting himself and yeah. she's like come on come on bring it on um did it work well i mean to me of course it didn't because they're trying to be subtle but albert's there like a fucking meerkat like, like oh god oh god no he's there he's there he's there he's there like yeah, of course like it's so unsubtle like yeah of course it didn't work but albert's got a lot to lose if you lose the little queen you know, because yeah. he's nobody. They didn't like him already. He's German. He's a cousin. You know, he's, he's got, he had a very bad, uh, you know, background. But, yeah. you know, all he's got is that little queen. You know her? She's like ghetto. She has, she's got nothing to lose. You know, she wants to have fun. Have sex behind the tree, you know? She's, that's what she's thinking of. That's exciting. That's you why know? I built Green Park. Yeah. When they go home, they're like, you know what? Just pretend that you want to murder me, you know? Like, no, I don't think it's good. <laughs> That's I'm, awesome. I'm so curious what she was like behind closed doors because this puritanical thing, like, yeah, I don't buy it. Oh, you think that was a front to like be well, like, no, women shouldn't I, wear makeup, and I then the queen was... secretly is like wants to fuck everything. I feel it's like evangelical preachers who are homophobic, and then it turns out it's like, well, those are my issues. I just, okay, I just feel like anything you push that hard against, it's like, what's going on there, Vic? What are your your fantasies? You've nailed a cousin. What else do you wish you could do behind the tree? (laughs) On the Isle of Wight, that's called peeking. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, actually, she's got no leg to stand on in terms of, like, whatever the morality was. Yeah, but she... I do love that. I am am Team Vicky right now. Oh, sorry, just in terms of her going back out and being like, use me as royal bait. I love that. It's pretty cool. This was the case that I was going to hone in 
And is she is she details, full months pregnant in this as well? No, no, that was just the first one. So this is two years later. So, so it's not. So she's, she's still got very kids young. though. She has at least one, maybe two. She and she's like, yeah, kids. use me as bait. Someone mm. else can raise that future monarch. Well, Katie, I have to send you this quote because I didn't write it down. She did not like being a mother. She has this really dark uh, quote that's like, my children are the shadow on my existence. Like, it is bleak. Okay. They portray her so much like a, a, a mom because she keeps on having kids. Like, like she yeah. loved them. But actually, she didn't have the pills, so she just had to get on. It's sex, children. Oh, man, I'm just going to have sex, although yeah. I'm going to have those kids. God, it must have been fucking great sex, though, mustn't it? Oh, so my If she just kept doing it. You know what? You guys, now I think she's got postnatal depression. It's like, <laughs> I want to fucking die. Get me on the Segway. I'm bait now. Oh, yeah. whatever happens. Yes. Could be, you know. And maybe a Prince Albert piercing was her attempt at contraception. She's like, let's just stab you through the dick. And he's like, what? She's like, let's just try. <laughs> I'm really sick of handing the kids off to the nanny. Anyway, um, <laughs> it did work, you guys. So Francis, John Francis comes right back out. He's like, they're out again. I'm going to do out, it. Jumps out, tries to kill her. He jumps out. He takes a shot. The gun fires, but he missed. He's a terrible shot. He had his oh one moment, gosh. and they tackle him to the ground. He was sentenced to be drawn and quartered. Wait, um, wait was this the Irish guy? No. Which guy this, is this? So John the pub Francis. Guy. No, not the pub guy. He's just guy. a new guy to the story, I think. Katie, he was called Hamilton, and I was thinking, like, what a shitty musical it could have been if they had done this <laughs> Hamilton. Um... So, yeah, they tackled him and he sentenced. So, drawn and quartered. I only know this from Braveheart. So, fill me in. Hung, guys. drawn, and quartered. It's, this is what they did to Braveheart, too. So, they would cut, they disembowel them? Yeah. Tell me, what, what so, happens? So, they're hanging, they're hung. Yes. And then they're drawn and quartered. So, they like do a thing and then, yeah, disembowel them. So, while so they're hanging. So, you hang- drew a cross. So, they're inside. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they're alive when they do that? They're, so they're, they're suffocating slowly, being hung. Right, 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 right. And then they cut the, yeah, the bowels fall out of them and land on the floor mm-hmm. while they're still suffocating. Mm-hmm. So it's a proper obscene torture. It is yeah. obscene torture. Mm-hmm. So the Queen, and I don't know if this was just for show, but they sentence him to this and the Queen commutes his punishment. Wait, actually, I think, sorry, they cut Braveheart's dick off in the movie. They, what? Sorry. Maybe it's Guy Fawkes they hung John and Gordon. No, I'm sorry, you guys. No, they I don't know my barbaric history. I know, it's tough, it's tough. Anyway, um, <laughs> so she basically says, no, we won't do that. You're just banished forever. Um, so he was also Irish. I'm sorry, Katie, he so was. She, she pardoned him. Well, via banishment. So he probably got sent to a penal colony. Which is oh, Australia. It could have been Australia or mm. Gibraltar or you guys had a fuckload of penal colonies. I don't know. I think Take there's a bit. scene in Point Hannibal. There's a scene in Hannibal where someone gets hung, drawn, and quartered. Oh yes. I so love that all our history is literally from movies, from movies. or cruising <laughs> with Damon <laughs> or Blackadder. I can't read about this stuff. I want to see it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Anyway, oh, sorry. See, I have all these notes and I just forgot. He was banished to Gibraltar. It was Gibraltar. Oh. Um, So the last two uh, assassins or would-be assassins were someone called William Bean, 
who uh, was also protesting the state of things, and this is very depressing, he knew that prison would be preferable to his life because that's how bad poverty was. He's like, yeah, I'll, take, I'll take my chance in prison. Wow. Um, and then the very last attempt was someone called Roderick McLean. Question, something about this attempt is different than all of the others. What do you think the difference is? It's, is this the politically motivated guy from Ireland? No, or we've he's already come had and gone. him. He's come and gone. He was okay. he was sentenced. He got sent to Australia, actually. Wow. Is this yeah. did this happen a lot later in Queen Victoria's life, perhaps? Oh, is so it was gone? After, yeah. So I mean, not that obviously he did much good anyway, because he was just terrified the whole time. Um, but maybe this was because I imagine an assassination on an older queen is probably even more like, come on, dude. Or maybe this one was more. Um... Sort, I mean, not thoughtful, like he was more prepared. Like instead of one gun, he's got two guns, you know? This yeah. guy's got a brain. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's got like a knife up his sock. Just uh-huh, and a cane as well, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> a combination assassin, I love it. <laughs> I've also got a nail file, but that's uh. just for my nails. <laughs> Katie, any advance? Was it poison and she actually got a bit sick or something? Ooh. Ah, that's a very good guess. Like, did he get further along? It, it's not. He used a gun as well, but he was the only one found not guilty. Go on. Everyone else work? was sentenced. Well, Roderick McLean took a very random attempt on her life, had no reasons to give, and um, he was basically declared insane, and he spent the rest of his life in an asylum. Huh. So it's not a happy ending, but no. he was the only one found actually not guilty. Um, wow. We always raise a glass at the end of these cases, and I didn't want to just be like, here's to Queen Victoria. It's not that simple. So here's to complex women who you can't <sighs> fence into the good or bad category. Cheers. 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 Drunk women solving crime. So we have time for a listener crime. This comes to us from Vanessa in Adelaide, Australia. And Vanessa is one of our loveliest fans. She uh, posts on Facebook a lot, and we love Vanessa. Um, oh, yeah, I like Vanessa. Yeah, yes. she, yeah she posts about it. It's my favorite. Yeah, It's so great. Now, I've tried to cut it down. This is, this is adorable. It's chock full. We'll go back to it. There's another crime. There's stuff to choose from. So... Without further ado, when I was about seven, I was wrongly accused of a crime that has gone down in the annals of our family. We had an upright freezer in the laundry room. Same. Did you guys have like a spare freezer? No. We had like a really ugly looking freezer where we kept like gross food. My grandparents did. Did they? Is that We a have one like under the stairs, but that was our main freezer. We had a main freezer under the stairs. Yeah. Got it, got it. See, um, like, the, the French person didn't have one because they just have really nice food in France. They don't need to, like, <laughs> freeze it. We had fresh food. I'm like, what yeah. is that? We wouldn't touch that food that you're putting in a freezer. Where did you put your Jello pudding pops? <laughs> what fit. is that? Gosh. <laughs> it's a niche little reference. I, you don't want to know. I mean, it brings Bill Cosby no. into things. It gets very complicated. But it was like ice lollies. Anyway, um, so they had an upright freezer in the laundry room, and each school term, my mother would make dozens of sandwiches and freeze them for us school lunches. My older sister was usually the one to retrieve the frozen sandwiches in the morning 
One Friday, for some unknown reason, I was allowed to do it instead. I was reminded repeatedly to make sure I shut the freezer door properly. It was old and the door seals weren't as good as they used to be. When I'd closed the door, I pushed so hard that the whole freezer slid back along the floor, so I was confident it was closed. (laughs) Monday morning comes. My sister goes to get our sandwiches for school and calls out that there's water all over the laundry floor. Our mother goes to see the mess, and almost immediately I'm summoned to, See what you've done! She, the, I had to cut all this out, but they have tortured her for years and like weeks after it and years, like just she was so in trouble with this. Um, so she gives us this info. Stored in the freezer were not only our school lunches, but also various meats, loaves of bread, vegetables, cartons of milk. You shouldn't freeze vegetables. I'm just saying that. All of which, maybe they're frozen vegetables. Okay. All of which were spoiled. I'm on your side, Vanessa. That's what I'm saying. They were all spoiled, so it was understandable she was furious. In our house at that time, it was my parents, my sister, who was older, and me. She was only seven. Also... My father went fishing on the Saturday and claimed that he had a great catch, which would have been given pride of place on the top shelf of the freezer. We need to solve this crime to exonerate poor Vanessa. Yes, we do. From yeah. all of these accusations. So she took, she took the sandwich on Friday, and they, they discovered that on Monday. On Monday. So they did not eat all weekend. <laughs> This is a very good point. This might have been part that I took out of the email that I shouldn't have. No, I think she explains that they had some fresh food in the fridge. So her mom, she doesn't think had to go to the fridge. She's questioning whether her dad went into the freezer with his big fish, though, and then was sort of like... Wait, um, so, so the so the theory is that mm. so she does nothing wrong, shuts the freezer on Friday. She's Saturday, she shut it. Dad goes in, puts a fish in the freezer. He fucks it up. Maybe he goes back on Sunday, sees all the water, thinks, uh-oh, I'm in trouble, removes yeah. the fish so that his seven-year-old daughter gets the blame. Yeah, I know who I could think That's dark. Remove the evidence. That's yeah. dark. Yes. I mean... I, main suspects are the sister and the dad. I think so mom's out of this. Where's the fish? Like, the dad gets a fish? We only hear the fish. Does the, do we see the fish? Is it fresh is it frozen do they eat yeah. it did they good eat question it? we yeah. need more info i'm stuck on this seven-year-old that could push a chest freezer <laughs> to the back of the room yeah. like i mean and i don't think i don't think it's dishonest X-Man. i think she's a, i think she's an x-man <laughs> and so vanessa i would i'm, I'm impressed with the stupid strooper sense yes yeah, super senses. strength um and I think that, yeah, with someone with your strength would not leave the door open. So we know it's not Vanessa. I think that she says, oh, it's unusual. I was sent to the freezer. Mm. I think her <gasps> sister had already broken the door. Oh, she was gone. Yeah. I know what I'm going to do. I knew it was broken. Well, yeah. why did she? She never had that job. Why was she suddenly given that job <gasps> just when it all goes wrong? Ooh. And maybe that's why the, the fridge went back so easily because it was on already water planing on like <laughs> some water. On the wet but floor. I don't understand. It's in the laundry room. They said the freezer was in the laundry room. Yes. We're yeah, talking yeah. weekends and no one went to the laundry room? Come on. Actually yeah. weekend we do everything and it looks like the mum is well prepared doing all the cooking for yes. days yeah. of you know what I mean? So they actually got time 
for the land the laundry. Don't Actually, tell me no one noticed nothing. This, this is, is an excellent point. point. Who area? is doing the wow. washing? And why aren't they going? Hey, there's water all over the floor from this freezer when I'm trying to put my washing on. Someone has, someone has framed her. But who is it? The oh, it's the mum. She she's been talking to get a new freezer yes. for for years. Nothing happened. Yes. And you know what? She blaming on the little girl because the little the little girl is strong and you know she knows she can cope with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know the the bigger girl should be crying like a bitch. You know. <laughs> so she's like, I'm just gonna uh. frame my little girl. That's it. But she needed yes. a freezer. It's for the good of the whole family. Yes. Vanessa, you've taken one for the team here, and this we respect checks out. that. Ariel has solved this. Uh, you have, and I truly believe that you have just made a woman in Adelaide very happy. So well done. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Talk to your mum. Went there. Yeah. Talked. Mum. Case closed. Yes. <laughs> Ariel. That leaves us just enough time to ask you. Thank you so much for being with us. It's been so much yeah. fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, ladies, for having me. <laughs> Tell us, what have you got going on? Is there anything you'd like to plug? Would you like people to find you online? Tell us about yourself. Yeah, I'm online. I'm on Facebook. Uh, uh, you know, like my page because apparently it's important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Twitter as well. Look for Ariel Suma. I'm at, at Fat Comedian, P-H-A-T, you know, pretty hey. hot and tempting. Thank like you. <laughs> I just retweet my whatever I say, even if it's... Because you know, <laughs> apparently it's important as well. Um, and also I'm writing I'm writing a, a sitcom I'm very excited so yeah. um, when I will need some funding people go on my page and give me money <laughs> perfect love it awesome. oh. well Ariel thank you so much for being with us and uh, we've been Drunk Women Solving Crime cheers everyone thank cheers. you Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf you can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.